In case you didn't know, this, is, this service is not like any other service. I am not going to preach. I am not going to give you three points and uh, I am not going to do anything like that. We are about to pray. I said we are about to pray. Hallelujah. And you are about to come to the Lord yourself with your own petition. Amen. Bible says in Genesis chapter 28 verse 16. Then Jacob awoke from sleep and said, Surely the Lord was in this place and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Amen. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head and set it as a pillar and poured oil on it, on top of it. And he called the place, that place Bethel. But the name of the city had been loose previously. And then Jacob made a vow saying, if the Lord will be with me and keep me in this way that I'm going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I will come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be the house of God. And all and of all that I have, you give me, I will surely give a tent to you. Amen. Amen. Now, a, a vow is something that it's a, a promise made to God to do something for somebody in the future. Amen. Amen. So, you want God to do something for you. So, you make a vow. In return for the miracle or the help that you need from him, you vow that you will pay him something when you receive the miracle in the future. Then you fulfill that promise that you have made to him. Amen. Now, interestingly, if you look at chapter 31, Genesis chapter 31, verse 13, you see that God remembers vows. Hallelujah. I said God remembers vows. Amen. Are you there? He says that I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar where you made a vow to me. Now arise and get out of this land and return to the land of your family. Hallelujah. You will see that that was the vow initially was made by Jacob when he was going to his uncle's house. His father and mother sent him to his uncle's house to look for a wife. His main aim of going was to look for a wife. It's amazing that Esau was also sent to go and look for a wife. But Esau said, yeah. Which means I won't go. Esau did not go. Esau just found one of the women from around and married. But Jacob said, I will go. And when Jacob was going, he said, he made a vow to God. And he said that God, if you be with me. How many want to make that vow that if you be with me this year? If it will be well with me this year, if my life will come forth like that of, of a prince, if I would turn out, if things would turn out right for me, then you will be my God. Amen. First Samuel, first Samuel, another woman made a vow, another person made a vow. In first Samuel, the Bible says, in uh, are you in first Samuel? First Samuel 
1 verse 10. This is the story of Hannah. You all know that story, don't you? And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord God of hosts, if you will indeed look on the afflictions of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but you will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. Hallelujah. And you see, God is a God that responds to covenant and vows. Amen. Somebody said, somebody said, somebody said that Jesus paid the price. So we don't need to pay tithe anymore. We don't need to make covenant anymore. All we need is to believe in the work that Jesus has made on the cross and we are okay. You see, be very careful about things that make you wallow in your sins. You see, truth is truth is great, but half truth is dangerous. Can I say something to somebody? Truth is great, but half truth is dangerous. It's very poisonous. Come with me to Romans chapter 6. Let me show you something there. This is just for you not to be led away. Somebody said that we shouldn't pay tithe anymore. We shouldn't talk about works anymore. Nobody should do any, any righteousness. You know, we should, just be, we should just believe in Jesus and we can be all right. We'll live in anyhow and we'll be okay. No, no, it's not true. I said it's not true. <laughs> Hallelujah. Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How can we, how shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? How can you say that worldly pleasures, worldly um, uh, goods don't mean anything to you and not be able to give to God? God forbid. If you say you are dead to the world, then be dead with your finance where God is concerned. Am I talking to somebody? Or how do you not know that as many as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, if you were buried with him through baptism and into death, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. He loved the father. He gave his life in obedience to save us. So you ought to love the world and obey his word and give your life to others. Hallelujah. Don't just say that the faith and grace. You see that that grace message is very, very, it's half of the truth. Grace is right, but it's half truth. Grace alone will not save you. Grace, can grace just continue whilst you sin? Grace continue whilst you disobey. Grace continue whilst you live anyhow. No, certainly not. It's amazing. That is how the world, the, the Christian uh, uh, of, of today, that is how we are living. We do everything the world is doing. The only difference is that we believe in God. We come to church on Sunday and that's okay. That is not true. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, why are you quiet? Why are you looking at me funny? Yeah. 
You cannot live like the world live and expect that because grace and because you believe in Jesus and what he has done, so that's okay, you are going to heaven. This is not true. The Bible says that work your own salvation with fear and trembling. If grace had done everything, why should we work our own salvation? This type of new generation truth that you're preaching, be very careful about it. Am I talking to somebody? I don't usually mind people's things, but where it concerns my people, I have to educate you because I'm responsible for you. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, the Christianity without works is dead. Because faith without works is dead. Show me somebody who has faith. And I, through my works, will show you my faith. I, through my giving, I, through my living of holiness, I, through my obeying the word of God, will show you my faith. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Don't just believe that, okay, Christ has died. I believe in God, so now it's okay. I can live anyhow. You will die in your sins. What, what verse did I get to? Let's read it. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. But we have to be in the likeness of his death. Then we'll t- death means you are not conscious anymore. Death to this world means that the things of this world has nothing on you. Uh, am I talking to somebody? It doesn't hold you. You see, if you cannot fast, it means your stomach is holding you. Uh, the place is gone quiet, but I don't care. I'll, give me volume and let me preach. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to preach. If your stomach is holding you, you will never be able to fast. The ability to fast means that this flesh does not control you. The ability to give means that your money does not control you. The ability to pay your tithe means that you are, you are conscious that somebody enabled you to pay your tithe. And thou shalt remember the Lord your God. That it is he that gives you the ability to create wealth. Where are all the singers? Where are they? Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, uh, with, that we should no longer be slaves to what? Sin. Don't be slaves to sin. If you are a new creature, old things are passed away. There must be a difference between your old man and your new man. You cannot have the same person as the old man and the new man and say that I'm a new creation. It's not true. Say The things I used to do, I do them, but you are still doing them. Then you are not a Christian. Don't say that grace has covered me. 
All I have to do is to believe in Christ. I'm new generation. My sins have been washed away. And the sins that I'm yet to commit has already been washed away. So I'm okay. It's not true. Once saved, it's always saved. No, no, no. There are some who say they are saved. Did you not hear Jesus say that? We, 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 we cast out demons in your names. And he said, depart from me. I know you not. Did you not read it? These were people who were more than Christians. They were actually miracle workers. Prophets. But they were workers of iniquity. They did not know the God of the work they were doing. Hallelujah. You know, when people start, I don't argue with them. I just know where they are going. I just leave them. Hallelujah. But be very careful. Amen. Amen. Verse 7. For he who died, he who has died, has been freed from sin. So if you are dead, you are free from sin. The flesh has to die. You see, the Christianity without you doing something is not Christianity. You have a part to play. Am I talking to somebody? You have a part to play. Believing alone is not enough. In fact, what do you believe? Is it with your mouth? Believing is not what you say. Believing is what you do because of what you believe. I have done a whole series on faith. I don't want to go into it. But don't say, I believe. Did you hear the woman say, Lord, the man who said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. He said he believed, but he really unbelieved. I'm changing the message. Verse 8. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. But you see, first of all, we must die with him. Before we can live. You don't just come to the uh, altar, kneel down and pray, Lord, I, I give you my life from today. I'm born again. And then go and live anyhow and expect to resurrect or rise with him. No. Nobody ever keeps a dead relative in the house. You are preaching good. Uh, I don't care how, how you love the person. I don't care how good your husband was to you. If he died, you will not keep him in the bed. Dead people belong to dead places. In the grave. Are you with me? Dead people belong to dead places and the dead places are not part of the living. Hallelujah. So, if you say you are dead, live in a place where dead people are living. If you are a Christian, be a Christian. If you are an unbeliever, be an unbeliever. And then be saved. Hallelujah. Don't be a you only come to church on Sunday. The only difference between you and your friend, your girlfriend or your boyfriend is because you come to church on Sunday, they don't. But everything else is the same. I question your salvation. I say I question your salvation. Hallelujah. Your salvation is suspect. You have to live a life that is different from the life you lived before. You cannot, you cannot be around Christ. When that man, that short man, 
uh, what's his name? Zacchaeus. When Zacchaeus got born again, when Jesus went to his house, what did Zacchaeus say? Of all that I have gotten from defrauding people, I divide it to half and I give it away. All my dodgy dealings I have stopped. I've given it away. Even the proceeds of the old dodgy things, I won't keep. You hide behind grace and misbehave. Hallelujah. Somebody will say that all this type of vow, you know, is Old Testament. We are New Testament Christians, so all those things don't matter. Let me show you a scripture in the Bible. Come with me to Matthew. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verse 33. The Bible says that again, you have heard that it was said of old, you shall not swear falsely or vow falsely, but you shall perform every oath or every vow to the Lord. But I, this is Jesus talking, but I say, do not swear at all if you are not going to do it, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne. Nor by earth, for it is his footstool. Nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Go on. Nor for, swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. <laughs> but let your yes be yes, and your no be no. For whoever, whatever is more than this is from the evil one. Hallelujah. Come with me to Acts chapter 18, verse 18. I'll show you a scripture and then we will pray. So Paul still remained a good while. Then he took leave of the brethren and sailed for Syria. And Priscilla and Aquila were with him for he had cut off his hair in Sanchia or whatever. For he had taken a vow. Can you see that? So, those who say that vows are Old Testament, this is Paul. He cut off his hair because he was going on a mission and he said, Lord, I'm cutting my hair of those days. As a Jewish man, you don't cut your hair. You don't trim your beard. Are you with me? But he made a vow. I am doing something that will cost my dignity because I want you to be with me. Like Jacob, if you will be with me and that you'll be well with me and where I'm going, I succeed and come back, then the Lord God will be my God. And this place that he has, that he has revealed himself will be the house of God. Where I pour the oil, I'll make sure it becomes the house of God. I don't know what burdens you are going through, what you have this year, the plans. All of us have plans for this year. How many have plans this year? You want God to help you. You know, if your plan can be achieved by your hands, you don't need God. But I'm very sure that all of us in this room, our plans cannot be achieved by us. It's bigger than us. We need God's intervention. Hallelujah. So we are going to make a vow. Oh Lord, if you bless me, You'll bless me this year. You'll give me a husband. 
You give me a child. You give me a, a nice job. You make me pass my exams with distinction. You do something. Then I will do something for you. Amen. 